You are now turned in to the dopest college radio station. UCM the beat. Keep it locked. U C M the beat. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Sports Page. I'm your host, Nick DiStefano. On this 11th edition of Sports Page, we are going to have three segments. First, we are going to interview Jenny's bowling head coach, Coach Ron Holmes. In our second segment, we'll have the new head football coach for the Mules, Coach Josh Lamberson. And we'll end our show today with a preview of the upcoming Mules and Jenny's action. Stay tuned. It's time now for Sports Page. So today on this first segment, we are visiting with the Jenny's head coach for bowling, Coach Ron Holmes. Coach Holmes is in his 21st season as head coach, 32nd overall, and he actually volunteered as a coach here at UCM before actually getting paid to coach. He is a nine-time coach of the year and has led this Jenny's team to the NCAA postseason 15 of the last 20 years. Just astonishing talent from not only Coach Holmes, but this entire Jenny's team. Coach Holmes, it's great to have you with us. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, anytime. I mentioned that, you know, you volunteered as a coach here at UCM before actually getting paid to coach. How did that end up working out? When I was an undergraduate student, I was a member of the uh, the club team as well. And then as I did my graduate work here, I uh, was offered a position to first be uh, assistant coach and then jumped right into head coaching. And then uh, uh, for the next uh, several years, uh, worked through a tenure track position while I was working on a doctorate degree uh, through teaching in the health education department. Uh, I was able to continue to uh, to work with the teams and the athletes and had some pretty neat experiences. And then the, the program evolved to a varsity level team uh, in the fall of 2001. And how has this Jenny's team developed over the years in your experience as coaching? Uh, it, it's been uh, uh, very much a uh, a growing process. Um, whenever I first began coaching, I, I really didn't realize all the things that uh, we were doing, but also not doing as compared to varsity level teams. Uh, the student athletes themselves have grown a great deal, uh, but one of the uh, the neatest parts of the process is over the years, uh, the athletes that we've been able to draw to Central uh, have been uh, coming from all kinds of different backgrounds, but but they're able to play at the highest levels of the game, no matter what division we have been in. And I have to ask, too, because, you know, every job has its pros and cons. What are some pros and cons of your job being head coach here? Currently, I think the, the pros side goes along with the uh, the different things that we can provide and the services we can provide for the student-athlete. Um, there's certainly uh, the training and the, uh, the different care items, but uh, the extra support services on the academic and the, uh, the health side for the student-athletes that uh, was not previously available. Uh, additional training as well uh, provides a, a great deal for them and their backgrounds as they go through their careers. And, you know, you guys have had so many memorable moments, I mean, in bowling. I mean, I can just think of them right now. You know, Kayla Bortz had a perfect 300-pin game this season. So uh, besides that, you know, what are some memorable moments in your mind for you guys in this game? Uh, it's uh, it's been quite a storied history for us. So I have quite a few uh, over the years. Uh, certainly, winning a, a national championship in 2003 was a very very special time. Um, I've had uh, several 
uh, runner-up experiences as well, which uh, have been both uh, exhilarating but then also uh, a little difficult to be on the back end of uh, not winning a championship. We've had uh, four others of those, actually. Um, but you know, all, all the athletes that have had opportunity to, uh, to work with, there's been several hundred. And uh, prior to being paid to coach, I got to work with the uh, the men as well, and, and several of those men and women have gone on to play at the international and professional levels and done very, very well. So those are, are always great experiences to be a part of. And I have to ask, Coach, about the relationship building. You know, that relationship building with, you know, your athletes is so in- important. You know, describe some of those relationships that you have with the players this year and even over the years in your tenure as coach. For this year, it's been a little bit unique uh, with the uh, the post-COVID uh, time frame that we're all in. Um, some of the athletes um, have some very unique and uh, different challenges than they might if it was in a, a regular year, um, some extra academic and uh, personal stressors uh, that they might from a, a traditional student-athlete model. But over the years, being able to develop the uh, the really uh, neat and special relationships, uh, seeing them grow, uh, both as a student, getting out into their careers, but then also as an athlete as well. And many of those individuals that we get to work with come as projects, and we get to help them grow and expand their game and, and uh, allow them opportunities that they may not have ever had prior to coming to Central Missouri. And what has made you want to continue coaching? You've coached for a long time. I've mentioned that, you know, in the opening segment, this is your 21st season, 32nd overall, some of those years being volunteering as a coach here before actually getting paid to coach. (laughs) 32 years, it's quite a while, Coach Holmes. What has made you want to continue this successful journey? Well, I I think uh, the the challenge of it certainly um, is different every single year, and that's one of the the unique but exciting things to me. Uh, It's never the same. And what some people might feel as though is a, a con, uh, to me, is, is just an additional and possible different challenge. Um, the abilities of the ladies, I think, come out uh, first and, and foremost. And whenever I say abilities, it's uh, working with them, getting to know uh, their backgrounds and also uh, their interest in just how much they want to develop their game. So that's, you know, that's the side of the process that I continue to look forward to each and every year. And because we're a Division II program uh, for all of our other sports, but a Division I program for bowling, we get to see the full range of what the different athletic models might be uh, throughout the country. And we could still compete and stay up with them. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of competing, you know, I have in here just describing how this season went. You know, I do these in my segment three, I do like previews and stuff for athletic sports. And, you know, it seems like you guys have had a really successful year. Um, the GLVC championship tournament specifically, you guys finished an outstanding second place. I also mentioned, you know, Kayla Bortz having a perfect 300-pin game. That's like, it's, that's, like, that's like unrealistic at this point. But, you know, just besides some of those, what were some successes of this season, Coach Holmes, and what were some improvements you guys think of going forward to next season? I think whenever uh, we discussed the the start of the season itself, we knew that there would be um, some unique challenges because we had uh, nine new players this year. Uh, We started off a little slower than we would have preferred, uh, lots of growing pains. But as the season continued to go along, we found combinations of uh, both player roster as well as lineups that seemed to work well together. And 
as we got into the late spring, uh, we really started uh, to try to make a push and get a little bit more refined with our overall performances. I think you saw a real good example of that uh, right at the end of the regular season and then the postseason tournament. Uh, we, we ended up moving up into the number three seed spot for the conference tournament and ended up also uh, defeating the, uh, the number two seed, um, Maryville, uh, which, uh, which put us in the finals and uh, gave us a chance to, uh, to try to win the conference title. Uh, the overall champion, uh, McKendree, went on to win not only the conference but the national Division One championship. Uh, so we'd like to think that um, we, we certainly got better as the year went along but um, uh, fell just a little bit short. Is there anything else you want to tell me today, Coach Holmes? I, I think I'd, I'd like to uh, remind everyone uh, just how uh, special the program here is at Central and the, the ladies that uh, get to, uh, to compete and play to represent UCM um, are kind of a unique uh, but a very special uh, group of individuals. Uh, if you have an opportunity, um, please uh, stop by and, and visit with them a little bit or come and watch them play because they are true student-athletes, uh, both uh, on the lanes and off and all the travels that we do around the country. You know, unique's a good word, and that's a good follow-up because, you know, you mentioned it's a very unique program. I was going to ask you about that because I saw on the UCM Athletics Facebook page this morning, you guys had, like, what was it, the 50-year celebration last week? We did. Uh, over the last 50 years, both the uh, men's programs and women's programs have been supported uh, through different areas of the university. Uh, primarily started through the Student Union and through the Union Bowling Center, and then the women's team uh, split off to be a varsity program that they have uh, played now uh, for 50 years and had many of those teams uh, be incredibly successful, including a men's uh, national championship as well in the mid-90s. But um, it, it's, it was really neat to be able to uh, to revisit and identify some of those older players that got everything started for us, and uh, many of the coaches got to come back as well. So we'll be actually celebrating that process through the end of 2022. Oh, awesome! That's that's an amazing accomplishment. You know, I I think I feel like you know before we end this, you know, I feel like Jenny's bowling is so special because. You know, I, I don't even know any other Division II school that actually has their own bowling alley. Like, it's pretty special, like, right in the, you know, Elliott Student Union, you know, where so many people congregate and do their work. You know, you just go through those back entrance doors, and they have that bowling center. It's, it seems like a pretty big milestone, you know. What, what would you say about that? I would agree, and, and the union has done a, a wonderful job of updating and upgrading the facility over the years, uh, the most recent change has actually uh, enclosed the bowling center to be uh, more similar to what other uh, other f- uh, commercial facilities might be. But um, if you have a chance to, to come over to the bowling center and look around, it's a it's a very neat and uh, uh, a very very efficient uh, facility for us to train in and also uh, possibly host competitions. Most definitely. So, coach. Congrats to your astonishing work in this Jenny's team, too. Thank you so much for being here with us this week. When we come back on Sports Page, we'll be visiting with another head coach. This time, it is the new head football coach for the Mules, Coach Josh Lamberson, right here at UCM. You're listening to Sports Page right here on UCM, The Beat. From court to court and lane to lane under the lights or under the sun. 
No one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub. With exclusive highlights of every sport and live broadcasts of every Division II championship found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours. The home of Division II college sports. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. We're back here on Sports Page. We just finished interviewing the head coach for the Jenny's Bowling Team, Coach Ron Holmes. Our next guest is the new head football coach for the Mules, Coach Josh Lamberson. This is the debut of Coach Lamberson's season as he took over the reins from former head coach Jim Swoboda. He has been named the 30th new head football coach in Mules program history. He served as the offensive and recruiting coordinator for the Mules in 2010 to 2014. And before coming back to UCM, coached at Abilene Christian University from 2017 to 2021, serving in various roles as an associate coach, offensive coordinator, and quarterbacks coach. Wow, Coach Lamberson, many talents for you. First off, congrats on the new role. You already seem like an amazing asset, as I mentioned beforehand, to the Warrensburg community. And second off, it's amazing to have you with us on Sports Page. How are you doing today, I'm Coach Lamberson? I'm doing great. I, I really appreciate you having me, Nick. I'm, I'm excited to be back in Warrensburg and a part of the UCM community. Yeah, no, this will be great. So uh, we'll see the... The new reigns of your debut as football coach here. So I have to ask, Coach, you know, you, I mentioned that you coached in 2010 to 2014 as the offensive and recruiting coordinator, and then you went to Abilene Christian mm -hmm. before. What made you want to come back to UCM and coach, especially after coaching from that D1 school, Abilene Christian University? Well, I, I think Central Missouri is, a, is an extremely special place, uh, and the opportunity to come back and, and serve as the head coach here was – was one that uh, I had circled that if this opportunity ever became available at the Division II level, uh, that I would, my wife and I would really be interested in, in moving our family back to Warrensburg and, and being a part of the Mule um, Mule Nation. And, and it did, and things kind of worked out, and it was right place, right time, and knew the right people. And uh, so the Coach Hughes called me, the athletic director, Jerry Hughes, called me, and um, we talked through the initial process of the job interview and what it entailed. And uh, kind of moved the ball on down the road and when he when he extended the offer I started jumping up and down in my living room and my daughter thought what in the world is going on and um, so I told her that uh, we were moving back to Warrensburg and so uh, everybody was really excited but this was just one of those special places that I uh, didn't feel like I could walk away from the opportunity. Sure and as your time as offensive and recruiting coordinator way back for the Mules to now as your debut for the head coach is underway how has this football team developed over the years at UCM? Well, you know, they've always had a, a long-standing tradition of good football teams here, and really just in athletics as a whole under under Jerry Hughes' watch as athletic director. And so, um, you know, just to, to build on that foundation, uh, Willie Fritz, 
uh, Jim Sabota, Terry Nolan um, did a fantastic job, you know, within recent history. And, and when I say recent history, really within the past 30 years uh, of establishing the mules as a, as a very dominant force in the, in the MIAA and as football's concerned. And so, you know, it's, it's great to walk into that situation. Uh, at, at the same time, there are some goals and aspirations that we have moving forward um, to win a national championship. That's the ultimate goal whenever you're playing any sport, but to win a national championship here in football uh, is something that's never been done. And so ultimately that's, uh, that's the ultimate prize and that's where we want to get to. We've got a lot of work to do before we, we get to that point in time, but, um, ultimately it's just to take a, a strong program over and to continue to build on the foundation that's already here. And I have to ask, too, because, you know, each job has its pros and cons, and you can elaborate on, you know, your offense and recruiting coordinator position and head coach position or any position you'd really like to elaborate on, Coach Lamberson. But what are some of the pros and cons of your jobs over the years? Well, that's a that's a great question, Nick. I think, um, you know, the the pros of just being able to be in the position that, that we're in is, is service leadership, and, and we get to deal – uh, at this level, we get to deal with 17 to 23-year-old young men that uh, come into a situation. It's a lot of times it's their first time away from from the home environment, and mom and dad, and and they're kind of growing up and figuring out the the men that they ultimately want to be. And uh, we get to serve them in that capacity and try to give them tools and nuggets to put in their tool belt to ultimately go out and be you know, great husbands, great fathers, great men of the community. Um, you know, obviously prepare them to to be the best athletes that they can be. But ultimately, you know, we want to give them everything that we possibly can for them to succeed academically and then from a social and spiritual level as well. And so I, I think that's the, the pros of, of what we get to do. And then, you know, obviously be, be around a game um, and teach them the game. And I, I think sports emulates life. And so we can use that platform to ultimately – get into their life on a, on a personal level, uh, you know, and that's football gives us that platform for these young men. And, and so that's the, that's the great thing about it is we get to mold them and, and help them and be mentors and, and uh, leaders for them in their lives. And, and hopefully it's a, it's a friendship that lasts well beyond their time here at UCM. My favorite part of my job is when guys that I've coached, you know, we're, we're approaching 20 years now, call me up and um, they just had a baby or, or they just got a new job or, or, you know, whatever the case is. And so to, to build those long lasting relationships that, uh, carry us far beyond the other, uh, the kids playing time here. Uh, the cons, it's just, it's, it's a time consuming business. Um, you know, I've got, uh, a, a wife and I've got two kids that are nine year old, nine and seven. And they understand that the, the obligations that we have and the time commitment that is involved with, with coaching football. Um, but at the same time, you only, you only get one roller coaster ride to be a dad and, and a father. And so uh, that balance of just making sure that you have quality time um, because you're not going to get a lot of quantity of time. And so to understand that time is a resource and to make sure that you're very intentional about time spent and words said and um, – you know, those types of relationships all, all throughout my life, not just with my family, but with my friends and uh, colleagues as well. And so that's that's probably the hardest part uh, of our job. Um, but they're the, the pros far outweigh the cons. Man, well said, Coach Lamberson. I, you ought to be a public speaker someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, being a football coach, sometimes that, that's what you feel like. Yeah, well, that was that was some great information. Well said. Um, what are some memorable moments for you in this sport, whether it is at UCM or Abilene Christian University or even both schools? Well, I, there's there's a lot, um, you know, and and you go from from being off the field to, you know, we're approaching that 
that uh, May 7th date where, where graduation arises. And so that's always a, a day that you have circled on, on your calendar and, and you get to see the culmination of a lot of hard work and a lot of experiences when, when guys get to walk across that stage uh, and get their diploma from whatever university that you're working at. I think that's a that's a landmark day for, for a football program, all, all sports and, and all universities, but specifically with the guys that you develop and you pour into that they can – they can achieve that goal of, of getting a degree. And so I think graduation is always a, a really big day. Um, you know, just the overall process of, of getting to know kids and getting to know families and, you know, to pinpoint um, a, a specific family or day, I think would do a disservice to the rest of the people that we've, we've ever recruited or brought into our, to our football family. And, you know, there's been so many great games and so many great experiences, but also the the, the highs are high and the lows are low. And, and I think you have to, to use everything as a, a learning experience. Um, and, and so when you, when you're blessed with, with great victories, it's wonderful that you celebrate those, but also very important that you learn from those. And then, you know, also when you're blessed with, with some tough defeats, I think that, you know, you're, you're falling, but you're falling forward and you're learning from those defeats. And then you, especially in life, uh, with the 17 to 23 year old population that, that we deal with is, you know, life is going to beat you down. You're not always going to have the victories. You're not always going to have the great things that happen to you, but it's how you react and respond to the trials and tribulations that we face in our life that ultimately are going to determine, you know, where we go in the, and, and our output that we're putting out into the world and, um, you know, what we want to achieve and to respond to those, the things that are tough. And so I, I think there's so many good experiences and, and I don't want to just pinpoint one cause I know I'll leave, I'll leave some, some people out and some things out and, uh, but just overall, from the perspective of, of being involved with the age population that we are and the experiences that we are blessed to to go through and the way that we respond to them, I think are ultimately um, the cumulative package of why we do what we get to do and, and serve the people that we can serve. And, you know, this makes up this team makes up a ginormous amount of players and coaches and even UCM athletics staff. Can you just describe some of those relationships that you have with the players, coaches and staff here at UCM? Well, I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm a relationship type of guy. Um, I, I feel like you have to pour into kids and they have to trust you on a personal level before they will really allow you into their life. Just because I have the, the name tag head coach on my door doesn't doesn't entitle me to, to anything. Um, you know, I have to earn that trust and that respect every single day. And that was one of the things that I told my team in my first team meeting is that I will try to earn their respect and trust every single day. And, and that's what we've been working towards since we got here. Uh, so, I, you know, just trying to develop that and pour into kids and, you know, investment takes time and it's not just going to happen overnight. And I've been here uh, about two and a half months uh, as the head coach and, and every day tried to be really intentional about building those relationships, whether it's with people on campus, whether it's with instructors, whether it's with the staff and the players or our alumni base recruits uh, all the way up and down the board. And so I think that's one of the things that that we've really been um, purposeful about is to establish those types of relationships so we can gain that trust so we can all be on the same page and move forward with the type of football team and family and I don't use that word lightly um, where we can go and accomplish the things that we've set out to accomplish and what has made you want to continue coaching in this very competitive sport Boy, it is competitive. You're right. Um, I I just think the the platform that it provides. To be real honest, Nick, I think the the way into these young men's lives is is through football. Um, and to be able to be a part of their journey, I think is is something that I 
we don't take lightly either. Um, and, you know, I've had a lot of good experiences and I've had a lot of tough experiences in my life. And so to be able to pour into these guys and help them to learn that, um, you know, we're, we're some of our experiences and, and we're also going to respond to the different things that happen to us in our lives. And to be able to be a resource for them, I, I think, is one of the most exhilarating things. And then, um, you know, on a personal level and then obviously from an athletic standpoint, just I, I love the game of football. I love what it teaches us. I love the toughness, uh, the physicality, um, the highs and the lows and the way that you have to respond to those things and how it emulates life. And so I, I use that. Uh, on a daily basis as well to to be a part of that and to be a part of their lives. Coach, can you describe some of your mottos and what are you looking for towards a successful season? Like whenever people are struggling or you're trying to lift them up, what mottos do you have along with the season? Sure. We've we've got our mission statement, and our mule mission statement simply states that uh, I will be the best version of myself physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and elevate others around me to do the same and and really so that's ultimately you know you're going to wake up in the morning and you're trying to put yourself in position to be the best version of you and you're going to hold yourself to a standard and you hold the people around you to a high standard as well and then our core values are um, to be selfless tough physically and mentally uh, to have discipline and to have grit and we have standards of behavior that take no talent that go along with those and we have definitions for those as well but for us to exhibit those those four core values on a daily basis and and really strive towards our mission statement, um, you know, and we can we we do that in a number of different ways uh, on our football team, but it's really something that we've harped on uh, and and been intentional about since since we really got on campus and our guys have bought into that. Uh, our guys have bought into being kind uh, rather than being nice, and and so the difference between you know, being nice is opening the door for somebody. It's it's usually relatively easy. Being kind is holding people accountable, coming from a place of love. And you know, we we try to be kind in our program, and we try to hold each other accountable on a daily basis uh, to uphold the standards and and levels of behavior that we've set forth for our guys and the people that are in our program. And so, uh, you know, judging what a successful season would be, you know, I. I I don't really judge success based on wins and losses. I think if you do the the outside things um, of being a good person, of adhering to our core values, of trying to be the best version of yourself, if you surround yourself with the right type of people, uh, I think the wins and losses ultimately take care of themselves. So uh, that's what we're trying to do was to put the right people in place and, and give them the tools to, to ultimately be the best versions of themselves. And I really, truly believe that we do that enough on a, on a daily basis that uh, the wins will uh, speak for themselves. Well said, Coach. Uh, lastly, I wanted to get into a little bit about the annual spring day game. Now, was this a thing because <laughs> – did every just did everybody just want to see your outstanding talent, or is this just a usual thing? I mean, they, they had to do something with the debut of you being football coach, but is this – I can't remember. I mean, I've been here for five years, and I still don't know. Is this an annual thing that they do before the season? So, Boda, uh, Coach Saboda, um, who, who really was my mentor and role model uh, in the coaching world, did not make a, a big deal out of the spring game notoriously. It was kind of something that um, was a little bit more – just regulated to the families of of the players and you know a few spectators but but really didn't make it a big deal we wanted to make it a big deal and um you know we wanted to to obviously highlight our guys but but to also have an event where alumni could come back to spectators could come out and watch uh we could bring a lot of recruits to and um you know ultimately you know we accomplished that goal and then you know to obviously 
to get people in the stands and see how kids are going to react when there's actually people watching them. You know, that's one thing when, when you're at practice and there's nobody in the stadium, um, you know, you're doing, you're doing something. And, but when you fill that thing up and there's a lot of outside eyes watching you, you know, uh, there's, there's that external pressure, uh, that can be, that can be applied. And so I think the guys did a really good job of, of performing under that. And, um, you know, it's really the only opportunity that we're going to get before September 1st, which is our first game against Pittsburgh state, uh, in Pittsburgh, Kansas, that, uh, they're going to get that type of environment with. So we were excited to, to provide that form. And I think, uh, ultimately they, they performed very well. I was going to follow up on that, Coach, too. What were some successes and some improvements you noticed in the spring game and even your practices? Yeah, I, I think we were we, we improved from, from day one to day 15, and that's ultimately what you're asking the kids to do, um, You know, especially from my seat as a, as a head coach. We installed an entirely new offense, uh, did a lot of different things on defense, um, and really – really did the same thing in special teams. And so we asked the kids to learn from a scheme standpoint, three totally different and new ideas, uh, really changed up some, some fundamentals and techniques that we were asking them to do as well. And so I, our, I was really proud of our kids because I think they approached this spring with a growth mindset. Uh, they wanted to get better. They were hungry to learn. Um, and then we also we also asked them to have great energy and enthusiasm each and every day. And, and I thought for the most part we accomplished that. Still had some execution errors and, and things that we can clean up from that standpoint. But uh, the things that take no talent, um, I, I think they did a great job with. And then the things that t- took talent, I thought they really adapted to and, and took up were really well. as uh, So I think overall it was a, it was a very successful spring. Um, we, we challenged them mentally and physically in a lot of different ways, and they responded to that. Uh, so I think we put some, some bricks in the foundation to, to build this thing moving forward. And is there anything else you want to tell me today, Coach Lamberson? No, I just, I, you know, I, I want to let everybody know how, how honored and blessed I am to, to be back a part of the UCM uh, community and, and the Warrensburg community. And, and this is such a wonderful place with, with so many great people. Um, you know, Mandy, my wife, and Kaya and Ace are, are so excited to, to immerse ourselves in, in this place again and a place that we called home for, for really four and a half years. And so uh, it's a wonderful place. We're excited to be back. Go Mules, go Jennies. Most definitely. Yeah, Coach. Wow. I, this was an amazing interview. I'm so glad that you're able you know, come back to your hometown and be a part of Sports Page. Good luck to you and all the coaches for an amazing season. Thanks, Nick. I really appreciate it. Of course. So that was Coach Lamberson. Thank you for being with us this week. When we come back, we'll preview what is on tap for UCM Athletics. It's all right here next on UCM The Beat. We have so much to celebrate in Division II, but we're especially proud of our commitment to make a wish. Division II student athletes have led a 10-year initiative to raise funds and help grant wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions. Nearly $3 million have been raised, and hundreds of children's wishes have been granted. We play hard, we work hard, and we support others in need. Why? It's simple. Because we care. Hey, want to know what's going on around the University of Central Missouri? We have two great ways to keep you posted. One, you can listen to UCM The Beat by downloading the app for iPhone or Android or listen online at digitalberg.com slash the beat. And two, check out the Mule Skinner, UCM's award-winning student news service at muleskinnernews.com. We are back where we just had some quality action on sports page this week. We interviewed the Jenny's head coach for bowling, Coach Ron Holmes, and then just concluded interviewing the debut of Mule's head football coach, Josh Lamberson. 
So now here's what on tap for UCM Athletics this week. Men's baseball, final games of the regular season, continuing on the road this weekend. A three-game series against Fort Hayes State with action Friday at 6, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1. Men's and women's track and field, the Drake Relays are underway tonight through Saturday in Des Moines, Iowa. Men's golf, congrats to the men's golf team on qualifying for the NCAA 2 Midwest and Regional Championship. That contest will take place next week, May 5th through May 7th. That's Thursday through Saturday in Noblesville, Indiana at Purgatory Golf Club. Women's golf, congrats to women's golf also on qualifying for the NCAA 2 Central Regional Championship. That contest will take place next week, May 2nd through May 4th. That's going to be Monday through Wednesday in Hot Springs, Arkansas at Hot Springs Country Club. Women's softball, final games of the regular season at home this weekend on Friday and Saturday. A doubleheader Friday against Northwest Missouri State at 3 and 5, and then a doubleheader Saturday against Missouri Western at 12 noon and 2 o'clock. Some announcements also from UCM Athletics, women's golf. Congrats to three student-athletes on the Jenny's golf team, earning all MIAA recognition. Congrats to Rosie Klausner for receiving All-MIAA first-team selection, Claire Solovic for receiving second-team All-MIAA honors, and Nicole Rallo receiving honorable mention All-MIAA recognition. Again, congrats to those three student-athletes on the Jenny's golf team receiving those honors. Also in women's golf, congrats to the Jennies for finishing second in the MIAA Women's Championship. They tallied a 79 over par 943 during the three-day 54-hole tournament. Congrats also to Claire Solovic for winning the individual title at that championship, firing a final round one over par 73. Men's wrestling, we have a coaching announcement. Congrats to Cody Garcia being named the 10th head coach for Mules Wrestling in UCM history. He just finished seven seasons as head coach for Baker University and coached 48 national qualifiers, 19 All-Americans, and five national champions. Women's bowling, congrats to Jenny's bowler Andrea Perez, who captured the Junior National Qualifying Tournament Championship in Mexico. She finished with an average of 192.39 for the 18-game two-day competition, qualifying her to a spot on the Junior Team Mexico squad for the World Youth Bowling Championships in Sweden in the month of June. Now to track and field. Congrats to the Mules track and field athletes Antonio Lay and Parker Warmack setting school records in the men's 100-meter dash and 100-meter hurdles at the Pittsburgh State Tune-Up Saturday, April 23rd. Antonio Lay ran a time of 10.10 seconds in the 100-meter dash, and Warmack finished the 110-meter hurdles with a time of 13.77 seconds. Also track and field, the Mules and Jenny's track and field throwers, congrats to them excelling at the Emporia State University Midwest Classic Sunday, April 24th. Rachel Malloy captured the hammer throw after posting a throw of 53.15 meters and also finishing third in the distance with a distance of 41.39 meters. Ashlyn Burton, she won both the shot put and discus. In the shot put, Burton compiled a mark of 14.58 meters, while in the discus posting a mark of 43.45.37 meters in that. Addison Snowball took first in the discus with a mark of 51.78 meters. He also finished third in the shot put with a throw of 15.50 meters, and Jacob Tukoshak placed fifth in the hammer throw with a mark of 45.74 meters. Congrats to those track and field athletes and throwers. So that's all the time we have for now here on Sports Page. Tune every Thursday night and Saturday night at 6 for Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. 
We will be back next week with four segments, the final edition of Sports Page for this spring semester. But don't worry, we will be returning in the fall for sure. It's some senior showcase action on next week's show. The first segment being a wrestling player for the Mules, senior Emmett Koontz. The second segment, Jenny's basketball player, senior Nyjah Collier. Then in the third segment, we're going to have some club action. We're going to bring in the team captain for the UCM Women's Rugby Club, Caitlin Francis. Then finally, the usual preview of upcoming events for UCM Athletics. We will see you next week on Sports Page. I'm Nick DiStefano. Thanks for joining me and have a great day. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.